This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. Tuesday podcast. And it is not Bob Dwyer, nor is it Eddie Scazzeri, but the rightful owner of this spot on the podcast is back. His name is Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. How did you go with Bob Dwyer over Eddie? What was I didn't. The, what was the thought process? There was no thought process. I uh, At 9.30 yesterday morning, I said, I need someone to do the podcast with me. Um, who's doing it? Who's and, up? And uh, Bob said, oh, I got it. And Eddie said, yeah, he asked if he could do it. And I said, great. Oh. So there you go. Bobby, who uh, generally does not uh, speak on the radio often. Correct. He's a good podcast guy, up. though. Really? Yes. yes. He enjoy. I think he enjoys doing it. Yeah. So it was all good. All right. Were you nervous that your spot was in jeopardy? Um, I was not nervous. Right. No. I didn't think I so. I think I'm a master podcaster. Plus, I have another podcast. I just fall right back on that one. You're still doing that one, huh? I still every week, yeah. Got it. Uh, last week, we did uh, one on serial killers. Yeah, that was one of the um, weirder tweets I saw. And then this week, we I... Do, we talk serial killers in a fun way. And then this week, I... Oxymoron. And on this week, Jerry, the one that came out today, I titled it Serial Killers with a C. And we talked about breakfast cereals. Oh, God. Nailed oh, you it. you are really scraping the yeah, bottom. Yeah, scraping the bottom. We topics, are huh? getting to the bottom very shortly. We Coming up next there. on Al's Boring Podcast, paint, watching it dry. Boring? I think not. What about the different kinds of paint? Are you more eggshell or glossy? <laughs> you like a satin finish. Mm, I like this. Let me write this down. <laughs> do you do a roller or a brush? By the way, no one's contacted me yet to paint. $50 yeah. an hour. Let's go. That's uh, very strange. Jerry, I had a, a, a strange um, Bro. A ho- hotel oh. experience this weekend. Right. I went up to the Newburgh, New York area. Which might for, as well uh, been Toronto for you. Might as well. It was a very far ride. Uh, to do some sort of uh, the Mohonk Preserve 50-mile hike-slash-run. I did not participate. You just went and watched. I went and watched. The Gina participated. My buddy Steve, who I've known since high school, he participated and a whole bunch of people that he works with. And uh, he told us where to book a hotel room. I won't say the name of the place, but it was. Uh, it looked like a trucker's hotel. Right. And I watch a lot of ID channel. It looked like the type of place where uh, truckers, bad truckers, because there are a lot of great truckers, Jerry, where bad truckers would uh, kidnap someone and take them there. 
So how was your stay out? It was not good. I I walked in. The room smelled of urine. And that's not a good start. Walked out, canceled my reservation, not knowing that in the area all the hotels were taken because of college graduation and because uh they got hit very bad with the storm so so people in residential areas that uh, did not have electricity moved into hotels wow just so, be just be happy that you didn't make a scene and say do you know who i am do you know they're like we're in newburgh no one knows anything about New- you would you have ever thought in a million years that all the hotels in newburgh new york no. would be sold out i also like that when you book on like i i happen to book on expedia yeah and when uh, after you book your hotel room, they send you a confirmation email with a very excited first line. Right. It says, you're going to Newburgh. <laughs> <laughs> and Al was like, I'm going to Newburgh. They treated it like I was headed to Honolulu. Right. <laughs> well, it's probably the same exact tagline. But they were very nice both at the hotel and Expedia when I said the room smells of urine I want out. They said, oh, it's okay, sir. We will refund your money. Very smart by the hotel because yeah. if they don't do that, you're going to bash them. Yes. And instead, you are being very courteous. I was very courteous. And you made them aware of it, and hopefully they will fix the problem. Yes, let's fix the problem. Jerry, I have a number of articles right here. That you haven't yet read yet. I've been in meetings. No, yeah, I, I haven't, have I haven't met, uh, read them. Uh, this one I did read last week. I found it interesting. It so involves... it's a new, new article? Well, no, it was the end of last <laughs> week. It's not timely. Got it. It involved a, uh, two things I enjoy, uh, birds that speak, right? Parrots, African greys. I thought it meant Toucan Sam. Oh, no, actual birds. And um, the Alexa devices. So a bird in Florida, it's an African grey parrot. He is obsessed with the owner's Alexa. Now, this owner has uh, everything running through his Alexa, all of his... Lights and everything? Everything. Yeah, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law have that in their house. I would love to figure out how to do that. I have no idea. But this bird um, talks to the Alexa all day and just turns all the lights on and off constantly. (laughs) Why wouldn't you disconnect that part of the app then? Well, because the guy... I assume it's a guy because only a guy would do this. A guy started a YouTube page for the bird, and it's getting thousands and thousands of views uh, with the with the bird turning all the lights on and turning all the lights off. Now the guy bought the African gray parrot a uh, Google Home, and he's going to try to get it to learn Google Home next. This, like learning different languages. Yeah. This bird is uh, four years old can speak 300 words, which is uh, good for that age of the bird. More than me. Yes, 300 words. He'll go like this. Alexa, turn all the lights on. Alexa, turn all the lights off. Do you think the bird knows it's turning the lights on and off, or do you think... It's a bird. Yeah, but they're smart. I don't. I don't. I do not. So, like, you don't think he wants the lights on or off. You think he just is repeating. I think it's talking. Yeah, I think it's just talking. Repeating the Alexa. I mean, listen, can you get inside a bird's head? No. I don't know. I'd have to honestly look that up to know how smart those animals are. Obviously, they are because they, they are can smart. remember and they know 300 words. But what their level of intellect is, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's having fun with words, personally. You think he just wants likes to repeat the things and the lights happen to I turn do. on and off? I do. Here's another a story with another African Grey, Jerry. This is the African Grey podcast. In Berlin, police were called to investigate what they thought was a uh, domestic disturbance in a German town. Found a man arguing with a parrot instead. 
the neighbors heard loud shouting from next door that had been going on for quite some time. The man told him he had been annoyed with the bird, which belonged to his girlfriend, and he and the bird got into a shouting match. Police said the bird could not speak, but barked like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. I love these birds. What they pick up is so interesting to me. I know you want one so bad. I know you do. I got a uh, a, a packet in the mail from my apartment complex. They sell African grays? They do not, but they want me to renew my lease. Oh, okay. And in this new lease, I saw an area for pets. Right. Opens up for me to get an Alexa uh, talking African gray that turns all the lights on. Well, that all. you can't do because it's going to outlive you. Why don't you just get a regular parrot? Or a dog. I was thinking about getting a dog because I feel like I, it. I do have to walk it. Like, well, honestly, yeah, I, I don't. I think it's a great idea because we do have good hours. Yes, but you would have to make sure that dog's in a crate from three, three, three thirty, whatever time it is in the morning until about you know one o'clock, twelve thirty. It's it's a long time. Really, the 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 thing I can't get past the most, Jerry, is that I would have to take that dog out at three o'clock in the morning, and I'm afraid of the dark. Like, outside, sure. I'd be paranoid. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to tell you about that one. Now, a listener did send me, a Twitter follower sent me a picture of his dog's wee-wee pad. He's, yep. He has a small dog. He says the dog just uses the wee-wee pad all day long. Which makes it very easy. It's like a cat with a litter box. Must smell wonderful in that man. The problem place. is the dump. All right. That's the problem. The big dump just sitting on the wee-wee pad. Yes. Which is, you know... Not the worst thing in the world, but yeah. you got to clean that quickly. Yeah. Well, what if it dumps at 3.30 when right, I as leave? As you leave. That's like 11, that's eight, nine hours of stench. Nine hours of dump. My God, you'll have like smoke coming under the door out of your apartment. Yeah. Ask the guy that smells like dog crap. You like, can get literally. A, you can get a dog walker, but now all of a sudden. Now it costs money. That's another bill. I wonder, what do you think it would cost, though, to get a dog walker for just once a day? I don't know. You know what? Uh, at 11 a.m. Or not 11, 9 a.m. I was in a Jersey Mike's near my apartment complex. And when I was in there one day, uh, a guy behind me in line uh, recognized me from the show. He has a dog walking business in town. I wonder how much could it possibly cost one time a day? This guy, I think, making a a killing. $5? $5, you think it only costs to walk your dog? You're walking the dog for 15 minutes. How much could it possibly? That would be be 20 bucks an hour. I I don't know. You tell me, what does it cost? That's a great question. I'm going to contact him. I started following him on Instagram. His He has a dog of the day. Like, I'd love my dog to be dog, dog of the day. dog of the day. I would love my dog to make it as dog of the day. Right. Yeah, he would only have to walk the dog once a day, right? Let's say he went over there at uh, 9 o'clock. Right. Perfect. Not a bad idea. Plus, and I have a camera in my place. I'd be able to see if the guy was doing any shenanigans. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. I think you should get a dog. First, I'll... What, are you getting a pit bull? <laughs> you know I don't want pit bulls, Jerry. That would be awesome if you did, though. <laughs> I've tur- I turned the page completely. I'm just saving pit bulls left and right. You've turned over a new leaf, my friend. Here's a survey that I know you're going to agree with 100%. The Daily Mail. Re, uh, is that from London? Uh, it is, but it was about a uh, a Canadian happiness scale. And they found that in Canada, they surveyed 400,000 people. That's quite a lot. I would say statistically, this will be average. This will be good. Research have found that the happiest people live in rural areas. 
People in cities have larger salaries, better education, and lower rates of unemployment. But the happier people live in the country. They have simple lives. Perfect. Yeah. It's quiet. There's no congestion. There's no rudeness. There's no stress. Stress and rudeness. Think about it. The simpler you keep things, the easier things are. Would you not agree with that? I do agree with that. So I'm not surprised by that at all. Hmm. I'm really not. Now, if you go into rural areas where there's, you know, extreme poverty, I mean, I don't think people are going to be thrilled with their lives. Right. But if they're making enough money or they're selling enough product or they're farming enough, you know, crop to, to get by and pay their bills and live a very happy, healthy life, kind of works for me. Yeah. Right? That works for me as Why well. Why don't we buy Jerry? a farm? Buy just get a farm Let's for just get ourselves. a farm. Well, so we're going to grow tomatoes. We'll sell tomatoes. I like to grow tomatoes. Yeah. Peppers. I like a pepper. Like that would be our life. Eggplant. One morning you get up early. Next morning I'll get up early. Oh, swat. Then this switch way it you off. can sleep in every other day. Oh. How right. You get up be? early. You're like, I'm getting up early today, but I'm sleeping in late tomorrow. All right. I got the late shift on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You got the late shift on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sundays we're off. And we'll get a dog for our farm, Jerry. And we'll pay someone the $5 to walk it. Five bucks. I'm going to call that guy today. You should. I'm going to say, I'm thinking of getting a dog. I will need you to walk him. What do you charge? Right. And remember, you, you met me because you know who I am. I remember, I'm a celebrity. Local in Matawan. I don't like this idea, Jerry. You officially no longer need to buy anything to sit inside a Starbucks. That's not right. So you can just walk in and just hang out? And yeah. Just peruse your phone and do nothing? The coffee company's announcement was sent to everyone who works at Starbucks over the weekend. Quote, we want our stores to be the third place, a warm and welcoming environment where customers can gather and connect. We're the first two. I guess home. Church. Maybe church. And home. Any customer is welcome to use Starbucks spaces, including our restrooms, cafes, and patios, regardless of whether they make a purchase. That would bother me if I was buying something there and I had nowhere to sit. Because some jackass is on his phone going over Twitter. Right. Uh, Yeah, or like if I own the Starbucks. That too. Why are you not doing so well in business? Every time I go there, your place is packed. No one's buying anything. Hmm. Starbucks' new policy specifies that it allows all of its cafes without making a purchase. You can hang out in there. Why do you suppose they did this? For real? Yeah. Well, probably because that... uh, that Starbucks in uh, Philadelphia uh, threw out those two gentlemen. And I don't know all the details, but I know people weren't happy with what went down. But if you're, but if you're not a customer. Yeah. I forget that for a second. I mean, let's just move I think that's that. where this I don't know from. the details of that. I don't recall it either. But just as a general policy, as a store owner, as a company, as a franchise, if you're paying, and let's be honest... They're paying a lot of money for these storefronts. Yes. I mean, the place downstairs has got to be spending $25,000 a month. And I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm sure they're making a fortune. There, there's a lot of money. And a lot of people will go in there literally to sit down for a half hour and will buy a cup of coffee so they can enjoy some space and some quiet time or whatever. If all of a sudden the idea of coming in is to not buy anything, I don't get it. Like right. You're not a busy. I mean, you're a business because people are still going to spend but you're going to have a lot more people that all of a sudden, you know, I go to the, oh, Starbucks. Let me run Starbucks. through there real quick. And they could sit and wait and do nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, 
I don't like that idea. I, 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 and I'm not sure the details of what you're talking about. I'm just talking as a general philosophy about business. Yeah. I don't understand that. Hmm. I don't I either. I do not. Well, that means uh, if you're looking for a place to crash, Jerry, how about a Starbucks? Can I get the key for when I come back on these Rutgers trips? I'll just hang uh, out oh, at Starbucks. Oh, that'd be perfect. Right. Right downstairs. Uh, here, let me give you a little background, Jerry. It uh, it says the Starbucks had been under attack after a manager at a Starbucks in Philadelphia called the police on two black men who arrived early for a meeting and were seated in the cafe. One asked to use the bathroom but was told he couldn't because he had not purchased anything. The business acquaintance entered just as police began to arrest the men. They were released shortly. I don't know why police were called. Here's what I do know. A rogue employee. You go into almost any restaurant or any, I don't want to say fast food place because that's yeah. not true, but I know Dunkin', Don- the Dunkin' Donuts by me, it will say restrooms are for customers only. Yes. It's not for someone to pull over on the side of the road and come on in. So rest stops are for. That's what gas stations are for. So I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know why the police were called. Sounds like they shouldn't have been. Yes. All I know is I don't, I would not, if I was a Starbucks owner, I would not be thrilled with that. Me neither. So, I'd be if like, I, you know, if I owned Al's Boring Coffee Shop, yeah. I wouldn't like that policy. I would not, I would, ha- I would, um, you'd be the opposite. I'd be one of those people that said, oh, we don't even have a bathroom here. When I need to go, I have run home. Buy something or get out. Jerry, here's something I think you might be interested in. You love exercise and working out. A Japanese not company lately. is making it, Easier for people who love their phones to build their own muscle with a 22-pound iPhone case. It's a dumbbell that you attach your iPhone to so you can do curls while you're on your phone. Yeah, this might be the stupidest idea I've heard. It's $100. Who's buying that? It's a dumbbell. It's a dumbbell. With right. a permanently affixed iPhone case. Did you order one yet? I did not. I mean, what's the shipping on a 25-pound dumbbell? Right, 40 bucks. Yeah, that wow. seems a little much. That's, that's stupid. Japan always comes up with interesting things, though, Jerry. And that's finally, not interesting. That's dumb. That's a stupid one. And finally, Jerry, a crash in Charlotte, North Carolina, had the freeway closed. Uh, the crash, the truck spilled uh, nothing but nails all across the highway. <laughs> like nails you hammer into a wall? Yeah. Oh, no. I have an good luck vacuuming un- those up. I have an uncanny ability to spot a nail on the ground. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I'm so. I was very. There was a time where I was getting lots of flats, and so I became obsessed with tires and tire pressure and nails. And then uh, in the condo I lived in at the time, they had put a new roof on the place, and there were nails all over the place. All oh over. yeah. So I would come home every day and walk the grounds, Jerry, and I'd get handfuls of nails. I believe it. I believe it. So now, no matter when I'm walking, if I'm walking in any parking lot where my car is going to be, I scan for nails. And I'm pretty good. I got an eagle eye for nails. I know. We put the we put a roof on our previous house in 2006. When we moved in November, you would still find a nail from time to time. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you're talking nine years ago. No, 11 years ago. And you would still find... Crazy, right? Yes. Really crazy. Ridiculous, so, Maybe Jerry. in 2007, whenever it was. I, call it, I say ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, are we done? Ridiculous. We're podcast? done. Warm up next. Now, did you do the warm up with me or Bob Dwyer? Uh, today, you were in. I was in. All yes. right, warm up next. to <laughs> Good morning, campers. 
It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, Tuesday morning for you, and the superhero himself is back. Al Dukes, what is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yeah, I took the day off yesterday because here's the thing. A lot of people in uh, this area, in the listening area, live in areas that are sort of like shore communities, whether that's New Jersey, uh, Long Island uh, shore community. I don't know if Staten Island has beaches. Do they, Eddie? You they live do. there. Yes, Not they do. quite the ocean, but they do. All right. So this is really the last week, if you live in those areas, where you can enjoy it before everyone comes to your town. They call them the Bennies, right? Yeah, which I don't even know what that means exactly. Doesn't it stand for the counties like Bergen? Isn't that what it is, Eddie? I don't know what Bennies is. All I know I think is, it is all I know is what it means is if you live in a shore community, people are going to invade your town later this week, including. Uh, Boomer and Geo show Friday will be at Headliner in Neptune City, New Jersey. I'm very excited about that. That's a short commute for you and I that day. Shorter. Not great, but shorter. Very short Short for, me. for you because you live like three minutes away from there now. Well, I don't live there. Well, your, your summer house is your there. Second my, home. My summer home. I summer there, Jerry. Right. Uh, but I also don't like when people who live in those communities complain about uh, visitors. Because that's how your businesses survive. Like I was Weren't in, you just complaining. I would not somewhat. Well, I was in Sedona a couple of years ago, and I heard that I was getting a coffee, and I heard these women behind me. They're like, "Don't you hate this time of year when everyone comes to our town?" Yeah, none of your businesses would survive if we didn't You'd come have to your no town. town, right? So while we welcome people to the shore communities, you are pains in the neck. I love how it's you. You basically just inherited this little weekend getaway. <laughs> it's not yours. You're it's, one of those people. Right. It's your woman's keep. Do you, you have any have idea to... what you're talking about? I see what you're saying. Yes, I'm one do, of those. Do you own property there? I do not. Okay, know. got it. Not yet. Not legally. All right. Uh, Jerry, so, the... shut up! <laughs> Jerry, the Mets have won four straight games. Yes, they have. Uh, including, like we said, you have to beat the Marlins every time. They're doing that. Even Vargas. Vargas. Vargas did well. Then I wanted to ask you, Jerry, you coach children. This uh, Ramos, Ramos. A.J. Ramos. A.J. Ramos, yeah. uh, the reliever. What an odd delivery he has where he, uh, before he pitches, he quivers his one foot. He bends all the way down like he's touching his toes. He comes up and pitches. Yeah. You would think at some point along his, um, you know, little league career, high school career, that someone would have said, Stop doing. That. You know when you say that when he's not throwing strikes and not getting guys out. But do you? Well, I'm sure he's had a rough patches here in uh, perhaps in the majors, perhaps where they would say stop with that. No, not at this point. I, I'm not sure why. They, like, uh, if I was a batter, I would say to the ump, "Can we get him to not <laughs> distract?" Well, sure. If he can tell the batter to stay in the batter's box and not move out and flip around with the batting gloves, it's it kind of goes both ways. Here's I would say this. If you look at a pitcher in high school and he's throwing 94 miles an hour and he's just blowing guys away left and right, he he can do jumping jacks and handstands on the mound if I was his coach. And he he Get got guys out. He got himself out of a jam yesterday. Yeah, he did. That base wasn't his loaded, jam, in fairness. But got it was uh got out of the jam. And have you know if you Jerry can you get the guy out? You got one job. Don't walk the guy. Ugh. Right. Then I keep seeing Jerry this idea that um, Jose Bautista's available. And they're like, oh, he's perfect for the Mets. No, the Mets. he's not. Let me ask you this. 
the last I heard of Jose Bautista, didn't he get punched in the face by that Odor? Net Odor. Net- There's two stories about Bautista. Punched in the face by Odor, and the Orioles looked to sign him, and then the fan base made sure they told the Orioles front office they hate him, and they came out and said, we can't sign you because our fans hate you. I remember that. Yes. How does a guy like that fall off? He's gotten old. Look oh, at look- the game's young. Yeah, but he fell off in like a year's time. He did, yeah. He went from probably a 35, 40 home run guy to a 20 home run guy. And the problem with that is the dec- the declining numbers and the increasing age. That's a bad combination. I would say saying? not a great combination, especially when you got 19 year olds on the Nationals hitting home runs now and you're 37 <laughs> and you can't. Yeah, that stinks. Right. Exactly. So you would not take a chance. You would I not wouldn't. take a flyer on him, Jerry. It's funny because before they signed Adrian Gonzalez, I thought they should take a flyer on him. When he's come back with the Braves, he's been nothing. So, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, when I, when I had heard on the radio that the Braves released him, in my head I was like, that guy that was on the Blue Jays, his name was Jose Bautista. <laughs> <laughs> and in my head I thought, there is, it is impossible that that guy got released. No, he's released 37. He's released. The end is near, unless you're Rafael Palmero, who's hitting home runs in the Independent League now at 53. So at 35 years old, he was terrific. At 37 uh, years old, gone. I wouldn't say terrific. Declining. Declining. But the year prior, terrific. Terrific. Yes. All right. It happens quick. It I bet the Mets. Quick. I bet the Mets grab him. That's yeah, my feeling. I don't think they're going to. I don't. Uh, then let me uh, give you this story, Jerry. This is from the world of college sports. Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he takes his Michigan football team uh, on trips every year. Right. It's not mandatory, but if you want to go as a player, you go. For free. A lot of colleges do this with their with their teams. He, this year, Jerry, he's going to take the team to South Africa. This year or in 2020? I didn't get the details. <laughs> I believe they already went to Paris this year because they went to Normandy, the whole thing. One of his future trips, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the heels of their Paris trip. The details are actually in the story you have to read. And last year they went to Rome. It was such a long story. I got caught up in the part where it said... They're going to go to South Africa and go on a safari. Uh, yeah, this is what we were discussing. Which I would be 100% out for safari. Who's out of South Africa? Jim Harbaugh <laughs> eaten by a lion. <laughs> which God. I got, well, as soon as I saw that, I remembered and I looked at, there was a story over the weekend of, uh, and this happened in Seattle. So don't even safari in Seattle, <laughs> where a cougar attacked two mountain bikers. And the story went Why back. Why was a mountain biker going through a safari? No, no. He, they were just in Seattle. Oh, just a, cougars in Seattle. Cougars in Seattle. That's where you'll be soon. And I don't mean the older ladies at the bar, Jerry. <laughs> Such an idiot. But the, the, then the article went on to say a cougar attacks are very rare. But if you happen upon a cougar that's angry with you, that you're supposed to bow up to the cougar, put your chest out, and yell at it. Roar! <laughs> that was when you uh, were attacked by a cougar. Are you going to be ready to do that and you protect your girlfriend? It said you, you, you bow up to you yell at it. Roar! <laughs> the problem is, in your relationship, she'll be the one bowing up to the cougar, and you'll be the one curling in the corner. And that do not run, because when you run, a cougar thinks you're a prey. Right. If you stand up to it and yell at it. Oh! Uh- it I'll, thinks you will battle. I'll it. say this. Remember the video I told you about from wherever yeah. it was. Was it Africa? I don't remember where it was. 
uh, of the mom with the child in hand screaming yeah. at, I don't think it was a cougar. I thought it was a tiger, but what it might have been a cougar. Yeah. And it backed up, It backed away. You would have a chance against uh, a cougar or a mountain lion. Me fighting a cougar. Especially if you had a, well, not you because you'd be terrified. But Before or after he pees himself? Um, well, that actually might make him more like unappealing. Yes, so maybe very unappealing. Yourself. Yeah, they say that uh, cougars, because you're a larger, standing taller than a cougar, as long as you don't act you're showing afraid, dominance to yeah, the then cougar. you show dominance to the cougar. I don't think you'd be capable of not acting afraid. Yeah, Me but neither. if you run, you're dead because it, you can't outrun it, A, and then it'll just leap on your back, and bite your you. throat, and done. Yeah, so they said that of these bikers, the one biker was getting attacked, and the second biker was yelling at the cougar. Really? So he stopped. When he stopped, the biker took off running the cougar chased him down and tackled him dragged him they found one of the the, the one guy passed they oh, they no. found him in a uh, in the cougar den good lord yeah so yeah. i would I, I, if i was a, a college kid uh at the michigan that's how this story ends yeah i forgot that part oh i would not have brought i as i was you know telling the story i remembered the details uh did not end well so what i'm saying jerry is that i would uh while I'm all for going as a team to a foreign country, I would not go on safari. Here's what you're for. Staying in your apartment. Staying in my apartment. Where you're not going to be attacked by anybody. But I'm going to Seattle Anything. over the summer. I had no idea there were cougars there. You're staying yeah. in your hotel room. But this wasn't at the Pikes Market. This was, you know. <laughs> it was not at the Pikes Market. No, it was out in the woods. Deep into the woods. Right. So in Washington, you will not be there. In Washington State. I will I don't not know. be They there. like to bike. You never know. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Mount Rainier. Beautiful. Yeah, they, but like I said, very rare cougar attacks. Right. Yes, but it does happen. It does happen occasionally. We need to take a break. All right, Jerry. Uh, this portion sponsored by Burlington. It's the summer of savings at your Burlington store. Hurry in for the very best brand name dresses, shorts, tanks, tees, sandals, and swimsuits for the family. Burlington style for everyone. couple more stories than Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top. Cavaliers beat the Celtics last night, 111-102. Series tied 2-2. Yankees beat up the Rangers 10-5. Mets shut out the Marlins 2-0. Got about two minutes, Al. You know, Peter King has Peter left. Peter King? He has left the MMQB. Peter King? Peter King uh, in his final column. Uh, he was uh, talking about uh, his years there and brought up Brett Favre. Uh, and then he interviewed Brett Favre. And Brett Favre said that he went to rehab three times while he was with the Packers. Yeah. I did not realize he went to rehab. I knew the whole thing about the Vicodin. That, that story has been told a hundred times. Yeah. Never, I didn't know he went to rehab three times. Yeah, three different times. The final time he went for beers, he was going... Uh, that came out very strange. He went because of uh, drinking, not because of the Vicodin. He wasn't going there to have beer. Was not going there to have beer. He was beers, drinking too much beer. Drinking too many beers. But he said even during his MVP year, he was uh, slamming tons of Vicodin, uh, sleeping one or two hours a night, and was all jacked up and prepped for the games. Not recommended. No, I would say that's probably not a good path for your life. Why don't we take those records away? He was uh, drugged up. <laughs> it's a great question. Thank you. But I don't think they're going to do that. We'll pull all those records right out from under him. Or not. This was before he was. Uh, now he. It's very strange to see Brett Favre on TV now because the only time we really see him is he uh, promoting kind of off-brand products, right? Or lawn and garden stuff. Yeah, but and jeans. Yeah, but it's never like the top level but brand. Did he do Wrangler? <laughs> yeah, he did. 
And yeah, there's Ryan, always like a Labrador in the commercial. Yeah. And he's throwing a football. Yeah. Just and, dudes. And yeah, it's just Brett Favre in jeans throwing a football with a Labrador and mud puddles. And what, John Deere products? Does he do those? Something like no, that? No, he's like everything's he do tractors? So he does like razors, but not real, not the real razors. He does jeans, not real jeans. Well, Wranglers are real jeans. Not really. They are. When's the last time you slammed a pair of Wranglers on you? I don't butt? know. But if you go to the store, there's still Wranglers they there. Are. Of course And in they fact, are. in, in uh, areas of the country where country music is popular. It's time huge. for our Boomerang Geo Memorial Day weekend kickoff to summer live broadcast at Headliner, Route 35 in Neptune on the Jersey Shore. This Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. It's free admission for everyone. Live music from Mike Del Judas and Big Shot and much more.